perspective. 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 Welcome, beautiful people. This is your co-host, Vontae Swank, and you are now tuned in to Perspective Junkies. Junkies. On this episode, we have a, a ton of topics that we touched on for this one. Another great episode, and we're so happy to have you with us. On this episode, we discussed the JT Uzi situation, as well as the Quavo and Saweetie situation. We had to give our perspective and, and the deeper meanings and, and, and the interrelations behind those two uh, scenarios and relationships so we had to give our little perspective on that we also discussed are there any exceptions or clauses to the girl and guy code of, of dating someone that a friend previously dated so we had to give our activity on that as well and lastly we, we finished out with discussing knowing your girl's boozy by Cody Swain <laughs> but of course, you know, please stay locked, please stay tuned, show love on all of the platforms. And last but not least, enjoy the show. Okay, we are live with another episode, another episode of Perspective Junkies Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, C Swank, aka Cody, the man with the plan, aka Confucius. And I'm joined here by my other co-hosts. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. K Swank. Okay. D5 athlete. Okay. And the name Cody tried to steal, but he couldn't steal KB. Okay. It is the man with the other plan. Okay. Hey, the mental plan. You know what I'm saying? Fonte Swank, Big Ben Tagger, for those who don't know. Y'all gotta get to know that side of him. Hey, second vending machine just dropped. Alright, hey, the real, the real know that I'm really happy. <laughs> He's trying to get his flex on it. Alright, well, anyway, look. We're gonna dive right into it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we dive right okay, into it, go ahead. we gotta let them know we got the cranberry mimosas. A lot of folks don't really know what that is. <laughs> it's the cranberry mimosa. I wanna go see, man. Yeah, is there some more out there? <laughs> we'll get another one right now. Okay, see. okay, okay. But anyway, uh, we've, been, we've been a little. Less consistent than usual, so we're going to hop into it. We're not going to have so much talking before we get right into the subjects. The first matter, the Saweetie Quavo breakup situation. It's been a lot of talk. We don't want to make this just a blog site, but we do have a reaction to the reaction, a response to the responses, and our opinions about other people's opinions towards the situation. So I'll let Devante, you, you touch it first, but first I just want to give a little backdrop. One... This is the information we know y'all can add to it if y'all do know. Sweetie tweets basically like a public like, yo, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling good in this, this, this situation. I'm about to slide. Everybody's like, mm, I can't believe it. That's not right. I feel for you, girl. You know how girls be. Quavo comes out later on. I hear he sees, he sends a little tweet. He's like, you disappointed me. I did not think he would be like that or something like that. And I'm not like, the woman I thought yeah, you you're not the woman I thought you were. And I, funny. Me personally, I'm like, I don't think, find that a crazy outlandish statement. Like, it's appropriate. I'm like, she's exactly the woman I thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> she is exactly the woman I thought she was. We'll speak on that too. We'll speak on that too. But go ahead, Monte. What's your what's your opinion regarding this? Hey, for starters, 
we love sweetie. Okay. We got love for the cancer. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I was just talking about her. Hey, but we know who she is. That's the other part of it. Okay. Every time I hear Quavo, I want to just say, oh. <laughs> but my whole thing about it is I saw the video. It was a little wrestling match. I mean, we, we ain't going to call that abuse or nothing like that. Get into that. Do you consider that abuse? Because a lot of people say that that was an abusive video. They saw abusive violence. What that ain't it. The only thing is. You know, he did look around in the cameras. He was looking a little like, boy, if the camera ain't right here, you know, a little ultra sequel. He's about to hit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like on the other end of it, she was throwing a couple balls at him. You know what I'm saying? He was dodging, and he went after his little uh, game case, and that's what it, that's what I got from it. You know, it was a little shove, and he he put a little weight on her. You know what I'm saying? He had to make her feel the weight, but I wouldn't call that abuse. As far as as far as his infidelity, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? But if it's true, then you know, hey, he cheated on Sweetie. True. True. Yeah, I'm a man. How do you know that he cheated on? I, that's what I said. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if, it is, if it's true. I would assume he did, but <laughs> but I'm just saying. A little bit cheated is expected. That okay, hold on. And this is before we get into anything else. We need to, we need to go and kind of touch into that situation because I think Chris Rock touched on it in one of his comedy routines, and I think a lot of men get it. What would you consider average or above average behavior for a man in this situation, in this career field, with this actual personal reputation? So we'll say first, he's a wealthy man. Two, he's a young wealthy man. Three, he's a young wealthy man in the hip hop industry. And then four, his individual antics and his lyrics and the way he talks and carries himself. To me, a good performance from that guy would be, I don't cheat more than five times a month. A month? <laughs> I thought you were going to say a year. Yeah, I thought you were going to say a year. Or you say get caught. Uh-uh. Oh, I don't think, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he, she would catch most of it. He's in different states around the world. You... I mean, we just come coming off the panorama, so his, his, he had to be slowed down a, a slight bit. Panoramic. Yeah. Well, are you guys saying what you believe is what you believe is in admi- admi- admirable, or what do you believe is average for multimillionaire men between the ages of twenty two to twenty eight? What do you believe is average behavior for these men? For me, hip hop, especially entertainers, and by entertainers, I'm saying even rock stars, country stars, like. Ubers. It's these are not this is this industry is not just engineers. These aren't architects. These aren't people who went to college and they just so happen to invest in well. These are men who a lot of times came into money, a lump sum of money quickly. And they did not they're not men whose mind and consciousness is far superior to the average man walking around. They're just good at music or good at their sport or their entertainment. So for those group of men who personality and character are so similar to an average 19 year old dude just walking around. What is what is considered like a what, what was the expectation of what's abnormally that's wrong and and people say things like, well, just because they're famous doesn't mean that I'm like yeah, okay, it kind of does. Obviously, there's a hierarchy in the way that women treat all men. So if there is so happens to be a man and he is at the top of the mountain, you think he's playing by the same rule book as us as we clock in the nine to fives and we're considering what rent's gonna be next month. You think this seven, eight figure man is moving like that? I just, I just can't even fathom it. It's hard for me to even put right. that into 
perspective. <laughs> Wait, what is your what, what do y'all say? Before you say that, but when you say five, do you mean five times or five different women? Either or. Exactly. That's where it would get different though. Like if you just got an extra side piece that he might hit up a couple times a month. I think that's worse though, because that's showing you care about her. Right. I think I if if I was to if I was a young woman, I'm just thinking of a me perspective. If I was a young woman to date uh, a a young artist or a hip hop artist, until I get married, I'm expecting faithful to me is you don't claim another woman. You don't put another woman on a pedestal that's equal to mine. I don't think of you as not sleeping with other women. That just seems like an unrealistic standard to have until you think of her maybe sleeping with other men. Yeah. With the oh, if you are not the, if you're unfamous, no. If both of the, if we were dating Rihanna, <laughs> dude, would you, there's no way I would even tell y'all. Yeah, you know Rihanna got me locked in. I know when she goes on tour, what time it is. I just know I'll be ready when she gets back. Or or I can do that. And even then, it's just you you if you were dating okay, let's say okay, okay, Kenzie, you're dating Mulatto, for example. The sacrifice is she going she gonna get you some sneakers. She's gonna get you some gear. You gonna be looking straight. Kenzie gonna be in the music video with a dog collar on. Right. This is a female rapper. She talk crazy shit. This is not love. That's not love. Yeah, I would say that they run (laughs) What would you what would you expect from this type of Respectfully, I am taking those gifts. Exactly. And I'm gonna shut my mouth. <laughs> shut my mouth. I'm gonna shut my mouth. So, it's, just, it's just that I think I think we realistically we don't say this enough. And men gonna accept it, bro. The the talent, the charisma, the handsomeness you have, the the the, the way your body is built, all these things will factor into how a woman responds to you and your leash to to place on Quavo, multimillionaire, young man, possibly one of the top artists to ever come out of Atlanta. In the last thirty years, you think that this guy's gonna be what? <laughs> what, what? What would you expect for him to be doing? I'm like, yeah. Every time he goes to the club, it's probably gonna be some girls coming home with him until he's about 30, 30 35. Like, like maybe. What Cody said, if I was with a famous woman, like what Mario Wine and say, I don't want. I, I don't want to know. know. Like I, I, know, I would look the other way, but I'm like, you know, you know that this woman, there's just no like way. At a certain level, Migos been hot for a long time since right. I was in like ninth grade. And I've been out of college going on two years. So they should be on a different level when it comes to cheating. So if you're getting caught, you're just, it's bad. Because you got a different type of money. You probably got five different phones and five different area codes. You got careers. You can do this, that. What's messed up about them is, it's like, you know, once your girl know that one of your closest homies is cheating, that she already skeptical of you be with her. I told Cody, you your cousin, your friend. <laughs> They don't care. They don't care the proximity. You could be a manager. Like, <laughs> I can tell you just getting <laughs> inspired by him. It's just me and Seth. We we out. We chilling. No, we ain't doing nothing. Like you know, I'm saying going crazy. Right. right. <laughs> you can never be. Feel, you and I would never feel comfortable about it. You and Austin. People don't want to hear. But I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna be that bad guy. The only problem is he got caught, bro. Come on. No, no, no. I'm gonna say. Worse I'm gonna say it even worse. The pressure is this. If you're a materialistic woman who who demands, like, I want a man with this amount. Of, once you start getting that in the seven figures and above, you need to keep my reputation tight no matter what. <laughs> and that's what people... If, if, if you are a woman, you make... Let's say you make $10 million a year. You caring for my mom, my dad, the kids are straight. You get sure I'm good. 
if I want to leave, I need to just leave. But, but I don't like, need to have no tweets. Counter- I don't need to have no t-shirts. Like, oh, I, she was tripping on me. She was arguing though. What's the counter? Because for Quavo and Sweetie, Sweetie got money. She got her own bread. Okay, this is a. So, I'm glad so, you said that because this is something that uh, you say. Sweetie is not on Migos Quavo level, and it's disrespectful that you guys are immediately saying that this soon. Are you we talking about Versace Migos, Bad and Bougie? Uh, Quavo, we talking about that guy? And this is the guy that you guys are like, well, she she straight anyway. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's like, that's like when one of us was to be messing with a girl who was like, she's two, like, two years ago, I'd agree, but right now, people, she is on. No. She's not on Migos level, but she's good. She's good. She's, she's good. She's got money. She's, there's a lot of them that got money. She's oh good enough to talk her shit. She's good enough. Put like she's this. If he, t- if he takes his money out the, out the pot, I bet you the budget t- shrinks. Yeah, yeah. Some jets cannot be cannot be. If he wasn't paying for half, she, she don't got she don't got twenty sure million. For, stuff, you going hard with that? What? You know, but I think what you what do you think? What do you think the net worth is? You think it's worth? you think it's even fifty percent of Quavo's? Fifty percent. Kenzie, no, no, bro. y'all, y'all disrespecting Quavo. I'm man. not disrespecting. Like, look, bro, you know who to be. Come she making money, but I'm not disrespecting. No, I'm like saying. I feel like I see it on Twitter people acting like. He talking crazy to be with, like she. She better be happy. He better be happy that she. Messed up. I'm like, what? I'm like, no. Do Quavo. Do Quavo. Do Quavo. What she got? She fold me But that's like. So oh, what? You, what you thinking? Yeah, that's what it should be. And then some of that is is gonna be a nice little whip, nice little spot. It's not. It ain't pure cash. I'll tell you. I think Quavo got four million in cash. Like right now, he's fifteen. Fifteen. That's about what I would think. Yeah. So that's that's more than double, and that's not even just Nigo. That's like three times Nigo's network. And for anybody who doesn't know, four to fifteen million is the difference between first class or your own shit. It's the difference between this car or this car or like a private little, you know, little jet, maybe a little jacuzzi in the back. Like it's a little different. Like I'm just saying, like let's not let's not get out of hand. I feel like people were trying to de- denounce his whole history, his whole legacy because of that. But yeah, yeah, I never got to hear your take on that. So what's your opinion? She's having, bro. Okay. I, I respect that, yeah. Don't bash sweetie because I feel type of way about her. Okay. If you watch it. But no. <laughs> she don't need a dude, but he helps. I think I think she talked enough of her shit on the the what's the Justin Justin LaVoy. Uh-huh. She talked enough shit on there with her ex boyfriend on the show talking crazy that that was enough. That was that that should have took the place of the tweet that she made, like you either get one or the other. But following that interview with that tweet, that's what made it really bad. She would have made that tweet and I did an interview with her ex and then trying to troll with the... That's another thing. When she said the little threesome comment saying, I'm asking what dude she wanna, he want to pick, I feel like she was just trolling. You know, just talking. <laughs> it's funny that everybody took that. A lot of men took that more serious than I took that. I thought it was just like, ah, Yeah, I thought she was just trolling. Yeah, man. A lot of dudes, a lot of dudes was like, <laughs> a lot of dudes was like, so you going to get another man? But, nah, I see why he left. They like, yeah, they like, I see why he left. Like, nah, she wasn't. She was going hard about that on Twitter. That's why I didn't agree with. But like I said, she implied that he was a cheater. That's why he said, you're not the woman I thought you were. Cause there's no telling she might have been doing. She might have been caught with her ex also, trying to downplay it. As we, I don't doubt when she hasn't cheated at all. Exactly. Right. We don't bash women, but but we gonna it's gonna be seen in the world that she didn't cheat and he did. But it's just a typical. And you know we don't like them. Like, but I also I, I also want to shed light on this woman. Think about this. Like this your wonder, bro. 
It's yours. The way that the way that you, I guess, protect someone's image or the way that you expose the information about them on the way out to me is big in how the person remembers you or how you should be remembered as like a, a good partner or not. So for me, I personally have a big I'm not really trying to just put old woman in the past, like in the past on front street, like, yo, just wanna let you know she was stealing. Just wanna let you know she was cheating. Just wanna let you know she was lying to her mom about like it's too much information. Let it go. Like you walk away. In this situation, I, my only thing is because let's assume that so we uh, went through some some, some bad situations because the man was was stepping out, blase blase. To me, the respectful way to go about it is we should just know she says we're done. Like in a magazine or maybe a tweet, like you know I'm doing my own thing. Like even that, that's cool. You can even if you want to, you know, write a couple bars. Like I'm on my own move now. Like we get it. But to really just to hop on the show with your ex before it's official. That's wild. Because I haven't seen nothing publicly of Quavo Wildin'. Just We just kind of know. We just know secretly, oh, Quavo's rapper is probably a change. But you see how you see how solid he is on the public image. I'm like, you publicly came out into one of the biggest rappers in the world right now. You're saying, hey, you team. Right, and you're going to go and say, he ain't acting right. Just, yeah, and just let people villainize him. And I'm like... That to me is ad- it's non-admirable behavior. And then women will say, well, when, you, when you're not acting right, you should be. I'm like, the punishment needs to be from you and personally, you're just moving on. You're becoming a better woman. I miss you. It so can't be you force a punishment. Just bash me to your friends. And your yeah, keep it private. I'm going to bash you to my friends. If I, but I ain't going to tweet about you, bro. And it's almost like they went so hard on her about that interview that she came out with that tweet. Quavo didn't even do nothing yet. Right. He, well, I, don't, I don't know for sure. No, I'm pretty sure he's was afterwards. And then she yeah. said, uh, be, "What's to have fun, love, or she said, be good, love." And I'm like, "Oh, girls will love that because girls just love." Oh, she said, "Take care, take yeah, care, love." Like said, she car. just said, "Take care, take car." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that rumor because I had a feeling it was just a rumor. They just talking shit. All right, they go take. Quavo took his car away. That shit. I ain't mad at him getting his car back. That wasn't true though. It was fake. I'm not. Like, yeah, everybody. There was a rumor that he was supposed to take like a, it was like a three, yeah, a three hundred thousand dollar car, and he went to go get that back. And everybody and girls are like Indian giver, lame ass nigga. You ain't you lame? Oh my god, that's why he ain't a real man. I'm like three hundred thousand. I know, I know some girls that'll go back and get some Jordans. They'll go back and get a Nike hoodie, a T-shirt. You telling me a three hundred thousand dollar car? You like? He probably thought he was gonna get to share that. Right, you yeah, right. You think three hundred thousand? I'm gonna let him walk. You gonna let another man whip around in a three hundred thousand dollar car? Yeah, I'd be sick. Yeah, there's no way as a woman you're letting your ex just walk. You crazy as hell? Like that just I feel weird as a dude driving it, but I'm driving it. Right, I'm like that's crazy. I'm, like, I'm another celebrity yet, but if I'm just currently me, I'm like cool. He's <laughs> like, so I'm like I take him. All right, <laughs> I'm picking up groceries in that car. Right, but let's. But I want to. I want to transition because it's kind of similar. JT Uzi, hop on that, Kenzie. Right. Go ahead and speak on that. I know a lot of our <laughs> listeners have heard that. <laughs> can you can you quote that tweet and read it how you think it sound? What which one? He was like JT. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to finish my speech. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's <in> my- <laughs> Somebody said that. <laughs> Somebody said JT was talking to JT was talking to uh to, to, to Uzi. Yeah, I saw the video. He's like JT, uh. <laughs> and it is funny that this is funny to me. Nobody that expected that from Uzi. That's what it really is, bro. Every, everybody's bringing it's bringing attention to the fact that people are laughing at how uh, 
basically Uzi just has a very metrosexual energy. It's just funny. It's like kind of silly. It's kind of like childish, kind of feminine. Trying to be bad and hard. Yeah, like and and it, it's right. been letting it slide, but it's like it's funny because this is a woman who everybody's assuming she's coming with a six foot four, kind of quiet, nose to the grindstone, tatted up hood dude. That's what they expected. She comes up with a superstar rapper because he is big time. It's just you know funny. He didn't his personality and his aura did not match. I guess what people would expect. Uh, uh, I guess the man to be that's with her. And then I guess JT and Uzi have gotten into some situation, and and a lot of women feel like uh, JT did not protect or side with her the partner in her group Miami um, enough when she was trying to, when Miami was trying to defend JT from I guess. Poor treatment from Uzi, or just I guess just didn't like him or anything like that. Y'all free to share more details if y'all have it. But. So funny, I you know shout out to Blanco World Harlem. I was watching that video on YouTube with him, and it just had me crying. He said, "No, JT, JT, if I tell you make out with me right now, you gonna do it." It was like weird flexes though. Yeah, it was weird. weird. It was like, it, was, it made me feel real awkward, but. Uzi was obviously intoxicated. He was going very hard. Obviously, he was obviously intoxicated. He was, he was he's so something. he's so he weak. He's something. such a weird man that I think he might have been sober. During that. <laughs> no care. I'm like, I think that was the realest of his personality. Yeah, I, think, I think something was wrong with him, right? Because he was going hard. But I did like that he did that because the the uh, like you were saying about what city how city girls are and how they talk. I'm like, yeah, he really handled that. I no. Wait, this, well, also what I think a lot of women and men need to know is that this, seeing her do this or seeing her kind of, I guess, be overly submissive to a man that has like a toxic, weird personality, someone that you would say, oh, this is not the guy to submit to. Seeing her do that actually matches up with my observation in real life, with most men's observation in real life. And it causes you to become critical of this personality type of this behavior because it's performative. The way I explain it is this. The woman who I see date the most respected, most financially uh, stable, most solid dudes over a long course of time. A lot of times these girls are kind of kind. They're open hearted, pretty straightforward. They don't they don't have to put on a show of being tough or strong because they just do it when it's game time. If you're not a good man, you don't get entry into their life. Whereas I feel as though there's other women who. Because they do actually entertain or mess with guys who are low quality, low ambition, low money, low morals, low character. They're, they like to pride themselves on the ability to step or be tough or cutthroat. And really what they are is being cutthroat to the 90% of men they don't like anyway. Then when it's the, the small percentage of dudes they kick it with, who the, these dudes don't deserve to be kicking it with them anyway because they're not good men they're not solid they beat on them they're you know uh super unfaithful or super unkind or toxic etc etc those are the men that they're kind of soft for or sweet or you know let lead them and a lot of people are familiar with that situation it's it's not typical for me for the woman who's saying i ain't messing with no broke niggas to actually be with a very well-off responsible educated man doesn't work yeah you know, typically they're with a wild dude who has a little bit of money for this weekend he probably ain't gonna have it next month because it it's the character that attracts and can actually deal with them. Those men have the personality types to get toxic with you, so they, they're attracted to it. Whereas other men, that a lot of times they'd be like, I'm not attracted enough to do the hurdles required to get interest into your life. So I you don't like me because I'm not even putting enough effort because I don't rock with all that. So 
It's just, I don't find it weird. I find it actually true to self. I think she's being her authentic self by messing with him. Everybody else is just surprised that, oh, powerful lyrics doesn't go with a woman dating a powerful, kind, good man. I'm like, yeah, duh. Actions are the only thing that proves it. And these lyrics never suggested, oh, I date solid, good dudes. And I'm a super wise woman when it comes to dating. I'm like, nah, she never said she was any of that. Like, what what about her music makes you think that? It's, it's a good and bad thing with Uzi did because one, he I think he was talking off the wall, especially to somebody that ain't his girl, like his girl's friend. But the good thing that he did, I hope it humbled a lot of the girls that think they city girls and really like that. We we know how you really are. Mm. He exposed a lot of that. <laughs> but I think I think it really spoke and it made them even closer to their fan base in, in a sense because we thought that the regular women were just feeling liberated by having those lyrics and believing that but they at the end of the day they still like a good checking and so that just confirmed they pretty much like they fan base like yeah, like you still human like you yeah, know yeah they they gonna talk real liberated real i'm i'm thinking onto my own self but they'll take a good checking if it's from the dude that they feel like being checked by right and let me let me add to that I don't, people say, oh, it's toxic, it's wrong the way Uzi, even, you know, Kenzie said that, I'm like, I feel, I'm I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle grounds for that, because I believe rule books change, depending on the crowd you're going to be with, the the type of relationship y'all want, how y'all move. You're not going to talk to your homeboy girl, you're not going to talk to your girl, I, I'm not, like but what you got to keep in well, what I, you got to keep in mind is that I'm a clock in nine to five, good <laughs> husband, good father. We're gonna go to church sometimes, type of man. I'm a rock a I'm a rock a collar. Hey, I'm a <laughs> I'm a rock a collar shirt on uh, on regular casual days, tucked in type of guy. Like now, right? So for me, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that. There are men who engage in a different lifestyle, different personalities than me, and I'm saying if they're with women who move different. Their rule book shouldn't be the same. For example, for me and y'all, y'all, we may have a rule book that, hey, we attempt to not be loud in public. You know what I'm saying? Like, we attempt to not argue in public. That's something for us. But that's not for everybody. Some people, it's like, if we argue, we argue. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just how I said. I think we'll give a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also saying, just, you know, shut the books up. Put to the front of the table. Yeah. Every episode, Kenzie loves to get off topic with some shit that people who are not listening would not do. They're just like, what is this one host doing? Like, is he texting? Is he fumbling around? We really know that guy. Yeah. So it's different. But when somebody writes a book, Cody. To add to that. gonna write a book one day, man. He gonna write a book. He gonna do a TED talk. <laughs> but yeah, to add to that, I think it, it, um, it confirmed a lot, but it also was like, Ew, he's only four or something. Like four eleven, I think. He is four eleven. So it's like, yeah, you shouldn't be taking this. It's a little bit lower. You get a little deduction on how real your shit is. About the same height. And it also spoke to the fact that the craving for toxic men promote toxic men. Mm-hmm. So like, although there are toxic men out there just doing it to do it, there's a percentage of craving out there, and that's getting like. Is making dudes who not really that toxic like I'm gonna just I'm gonna show my ass like just cause All right. she like that. All right. She like you my toe, she gonna make out with me, you know. Right. And she like, ooh, I will love it, bro. Right. So I'm like, you know, I we gotta acknowledge what the craving does to the population of men as well. Wait, wait, Vontae said, I think we need to acknowledge the importance of the conversation everybody has, the tweets, the the, the interaction with your friends, and people say, Oh, it doesn't matter. 
what she does or I don't put my business in other people. So I'm like, it actually does matter because it sent, it starts sending a wave of everybody begins to think this way or everybody becomes normalizing this thought. So with this situation, uh, even when he said, was like, why is she messing with a guy? You know, he's a little dude. He ain't super big. He's not super handsome. Not super, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you pay. Why are you? Well, when you have a message that says, Money is my big thing. Like, it's very important to me to have a person that can take care of me, who can fund me, who can sponsor me. And then on top of that, you put out there that I like someone who kind of wild. I like someone who really about that action. It promotes or puts men at the top of the dating hierarchy who get money through any means. And two, who are a little more wild, a little bit more uh, masculine, more aggressive, no matter what the scenario may be. This combination of men who want money and men who are aggressive and wild with no character. If you don't have the standard that, hey, you also need to be super sweet and kind of romantic, then you don't have enough rules. So now you're just letting dudes who have money and willing to fight and get crazy at the top of the, the mountain, picking up shorties like, yeah, come on, come on, come on. And that's what they're doing because you have a you're the woman that's like, hey, look, we don't want no broke dudes. I'm like, you have to have hella rules so that you're not. Preaching or pushing a message onto girls that, hey, we just need men who got this money. Like, that's not a good character basis because it's like it's a small amount of dudes who have just the money you want. And to, to compete for them, it requires you to maybe lower your value or behave in a way that you wouldn't do or accept treatment that you shouldn't accept in order to be with this man. So I, I, I'm not trying to say that. Uh, well, I am trying to say that. Yeah, their music kind of contribute. Their music contributes. To, you know, it's going to contribute to the type of man she's with. Like, you can't go and be like act right, talk of that stuff, and make all the, the, the critiques she does, and then she goes and messes with a man who makes even $180,000 a year, and he's just working. It would feel weird, even though that's a good pickup probably for her. She got to be with a rich man, so it already lowers the list to a small amount. And she got to be with a man who kind of, you know, he a little bit from the hood, a little bit, a little toughness to him. It lowers the amount. It changes your dating pool. It changes your options. So I just mean, think you should be aware of that. Their music says, with thy check, that I can do the checking. And so, that's what it is. We're going to leave that there, though, right? All right. All right. Okay. Okay. We actually had one. Um, right, let me see. Check, check the notes on the ANS. <laughs> anyway, we have one uh, special request, or not request, but a, a comment or question oh, from one of our, our listeners. Call in topic. Yeah. Call in topic. Okay, so this is from a, actually an older fellow, not not old, you know, I don't want to put your age out there, but a little bit one of our older listeners, he said, it's been about, well, I, I was talking to a girl for three months. She's friends with this other woman that I'm later on tried to get with. I dated her for like three months. She was kind of leechy, didn't pay for much. Then we went and fell off like two to three years. Now I'm trying to pursue this other woman who was friends with this girl. She's a little hesitant. She's like, hey, we used to be friends. We fell off. But just kind of want to know, what is our perspective on the situation? Do you feel like that's in violation of the guy code, girl code to pursue this friend? Even though I had a very short fling with this other woman and I truly and genuinely didn't have like secure feelings with her. So we'll start with Vontae. What do you think about that situation? What I would think is a three-month relationship. And let's also, let's clarify that a three-month relationship is pretty much regular people's talking stage. You know what I'm saying? They might not be calling the talking stage, but... A couple of dates. Yeah, y'all not boyfriend-girlfriend quite so much. Yeah, so y'all dating around... And you, you know, you kind of, that's a, that's a trial period. Almost like you can tell from three months, like, all right, 
you not changing. You you had to give her a couple more dates to see if she was gonna step up and do something different, or you know, a couple more chances to be like, all right, I do see something I like about you. Mm-hmm. And I felt like three months is just to that tip, like, all right, past three months, then y'all probably like you rocking strong for whatever she's offering. But to three months, you saw something you didn't like, and it didn't get corrected. And it's like, all right, we ain't even gonna open this book for real, for real. And that was like the, the, the first page. That's an introduction. Exactly. That's an introduction. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, with that being said, I feel like the girl code should be a little less codish. You know what I'm saying? Or what you thinking? Uh, I want to go back. You know, just him rereading that. I want to go back on what I said. At first, I was kind of on the the leechy girl side, but now I'm like. Okay, I agree with with dude. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. He just seen a better option. It just so happened to be your friend, and they had already been friends anyway. He's he probably been choosing. So, just is what it is. You know, timing timing can be bad sometimes. But you, how long after the three months? How long were they like done? Two to three years. Two to three years. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. He said, "Yeah, this from my old head." So, you know, maybe three months. At our age and younger, maybe that's a bigger impact, but three months at from an old folk, it's like yeah, I'm still here as closer to being done yeah. with life. Right, <laughs> right. Like, that three months wasn't shit. So I I'm on uh, his side. I think you should pursue the right woman. Do what you do, pimp. Right. right. I I feel as though age factors in greatly to my response to it. I feel like once you cross into the thirties and above, people can double back to old little booze because now their goal has become less pleasure and more I truly want something that's solid. So I'm not standing in the in the ways of someone who really trying to to handle business and find their relationship and really find someone to love and pursue for a while. Whereas I feel if when we young, we 18, 19, I'm like, oh you you trying to go back into the archives just to kick it with a girl or like if you just want to sleep with this man or woman, I'm like, yeah, kinda don't want you to do that. You're 33 years old and this person is in a, a relationship or this person is, even if they're not, you're just grown. You have kids oh, and you, you know, understand the importance of having a, a special person in someone's life. If someone waits two years and they're like, they, they circle the block. They're like, I really need to check that out. Let them check it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wouldn't be, even for me, like I wouldn't be holding the fence of like, man, what, what you doing for someone that I spent three months? It wasn't a serious relationship and three years passed. It's like, I feel as though that's different. That's not a, however, if it's if it's something where you're young, you actually care about someone. Say, let's say you're the one that's ghosted. Like, man, I'm the person that really cares about this relationship, and I'm young, and we both single. We both got time to get back in the game. Stay away from my old shorty. Then, in that case, that changes a lot. That's then it's against the guy code, in my opinion. That's that's the only difference I have. I guess with Kenzie Devontae, that is like it would be a lot different to me if you are younger and you feel like, hey, why? It's a little early to me to to. It's not, it's a little early for me to. I'm gonna personally say I'm not gonna respect your three month relationship after three years. I say 100. I'm not even gonna consider <laughs> after a three month relationship and three years. I'm not taking you serious. If you get mad, I'm like. To be well, honest, Cody. Also, like in our stage, it would just be like, oh, we talked for like three months. Hey, right. and then that's kind of embarrassing. What's embarrassing? You wouldn't even like be able to say that to me. Like if I start talking to a girl you talk to for three months and you talk like, bro, what? No, okay, okay. Also, it's like maybe if you coming in and like, yo, I think she's the one. 
I really, I really like it, man. I'm, I'm really trying for this one for real. Like, if you only like that's the perfect way to say it. But <laughs> under the, the under this situation, what I'm saying under this situation, under this situation, it is that the person cared about it to that degree. It only matters. I, I feel as though the age is what made it more respectable. You 25, say we're 20 right now. If I was 22, three months, and I said no, that's a call that you made. But I'm not saying like, yeah, I gotta understand. I'm not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? You're a handsome fella. There's a lot of black women in there in the area. You need to I need to see you throw I need to see you put some effort into that. Like three years though, bro. Especially and also what you gotta keep in mind is we didn't say this part, but they met like through kind of like, so that means you meeting the girl with me. It ain't like, oh, we, we I moved to a different city and you didn't even know. Like you saw you hang on like chill, bro. First off, you talk for three months. Okay. And then y'all stop talking. For three years, yeah, it's 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 backdoor central. It's it's up, it's up after that. No, that's a long time. That that's, a long, that's a respectable time. If it's three months and then he hops straight into the next girl face, then I'm like, or chill out. You too old to be. Active. All right, let me throw another. Let me throw another factor. Let me throw another factor in there because I think he also thinking a little bit like more successful men in the dating ballpark. Let's say this person does not bounce back, like. They, the girl, the girl don't no, let's say your friend. The dude that you, your friend is. Let's say it's me. I don't talk to another girl after this girl. Like <laughs> After that three months, I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, why did she leave? <laughs> and then I see you, I see you like, bro, you still worried about that? <laughs> like, hey, bro, yes. on, on that level, that's different. But, you know, I, I, I hang around a pack of wolves. We ain't going out like that. Okay. Ain't nobody going out like that. Okay. You're right. Okay. That's a whole different... If I have a friend on that level, I, I'm going to stay away anyway. Wait, let me let me give you a perspective. Most men, the average men, that is how they move in, whether you think it or not. The average man, every girl that he has an intimate relationship with is somewhat I can't meaningful. Give a perspective on the average man because I'm not all right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you even you're around dudes who date well, so they they they're more frivolous with it. It's like, oh, I don't care about it. That ain't my girl. But I'm like, most dudes, it's like, if I sleep with her, I kind of care, and I will fight about it. <laughs> that's most men. Spike's gonna bounce back, but you know, you know, if it's that dude, like, there's plenty of times where, like, one of my homeboys from school finna hop down on a girl, and I know somebody that really loves her, and no matter how how much she not taking him serious, I'm just like. Let that go. And you just gonna know that. That's just a case by case thing. But in this case, I don't. Past our, at our, at my age, I would be giving that tap like, just let it go. But if we get to 30 plus, I'm not telling nobody nothing. I agree. And that's my thing. 30 plus is different. Once you're 30 plus, like, man, let that man. Right. Let that man find his wife or let that woman find her husband. Like, don't, don't be tripping on that. But 22? Struggle. Yeah, go work. Go work it out. Figure well, it out. Like, he's about to run up on you right now. Also, also, let's think about twenty-two for it being a woman. Like a woman, if you ain't let another dude hit in three years, then you you tripping. Correct. So you you kind of got more option as a woman. Yeah, really. Not all. Yeah, not all girls believe that though. It's funny to me. They don't. But it's like if you chose to be stuck on a dude for two, three more years at the age of twenty something. Don't matter what twenty it is, twenty something. But I think women respect that rule even more. Like I would, I would disagree. I'm like, but it's it would be more for guys. We might be like, oh yeah. I'm like, for girls, it's more like it depends on the group. Some girls, that and that's another thing. Okay, the sexual activity or I think they mind. 
By what? They said, that's cap. I, I think this two years you ain't do nothing. Shut up. No, they definitely be lying. Yeah, girls be lying about that. Day. Let's not get let's not get into that. But girl, what I'm saying more so is that it depends on the 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 group and the way they moving. Some girls they moving like they run through dudes like they kick it with a large percentage of dudes. For them, the rules become more like men because it's like, hey, if you don't secure this man, it's fair game. I might dance him. I might kick it with him. It's not no, we don't care. They're treating men like items like meat. Where other other women, it's like, we actually, we don't, you know, we not rocking like that. We go out here and there. Every dude we sleep with, we care about. Every dude who, who we sleep with, we probably end up saying we love. Like, for us, it don't matter if I, if it was four years ago, five years ago, a decade ago, never again. I'm only It's only going to be 10 to 15 men. Stay away from this 10 to 15 men forever. Some girls, because they're in contact or around 50 to 60 dudes, even if they're not sleeping with all of them, they might... They flirted with a little dude, you know what I'm saying? Got fingered by one guy, kissed him, touched this guy, went on a date with these guys, and it ends up being 50 to 80 interactions with men. Those women have different rule books. Like, eh, you know, if I ain't secure him, if I ain't date him, if I ain't piss no picture, maybe that's a little more loosey. So I just say it's very relevant to the group, just like with us. Like, it's a group of, you know, somewhat decent-looking fellas. The rules is, hey, if you don't go and claim this woman, we got to really, we can't act like that's your girl. If you ain't take her serious with us and... She doesn't show the same seriousness back. Right. It's fair game. But, however, I understand there's groups of men. There's groups of men who don't interact with women as much. They don't date as much. For them, they might say, look, if if I just kiss this girl, don't mess with her. I'm like, ugh. That's tough. We, you live in a tough life. Yeah, I'm like, we live, yeah, you're. I'm going to let you have it, though. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> Pussy, <laughs> make that make, make that note. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, we gonna transition transition into something. Uh, this right here, we talked about. I had a tweet. I was saying something about knowing your girl's bougie. Wait, we getting the guest feature on this? Where do we go? Come <laughs> out, man. First off, I just want to explain this tweet. When Cody goes Perk. viral, it makes me sick because I'm a hater. Yeah, can he say he was really a Twitter fan? And now I don't Perk. respect him. Yeah, not no more, bro. I ain't had a hit since, goddamn, since juvenile. But no, Cody made this tweet basically stating, know why your girl's bougie. Bougie doesn't always just mean she's a basically a gold digger. Her bougie just <laughs> might be, you need to, uh, you might need to take me on dates a lot. Or you might you might need to spend a lot of quality time with me, or you mm-hmm. might need to know exactly what I like to eat all the time. And you know, I retweeted it, and I seen it was like thirty and thirty had a good little double double. We wake up in the morning, we come back, it's at like sixty five k. I was <laughs> mad. I was like, what? This is it? This is the one? I was sick. And then Cody always he at work, he be ignoring his phone, just going nonchalant and stuff. And he's like, oh, man, I didn't even know I did that. <laughs> I had to mute it. My fault. I know I do that. That really make me mad too. But shout out to Cody, man. We with a celebrity right now. Yeah, I definitely be. I'm muting them guys up to like a hundred. <laughs> but no, for me, I feel like Kenzie Kenzie really hit the nail on the head with that. A lot of people interpret it as depending on the way you interpret bougie. Because I've had, you know, I got a different couple of different angles. I had a conversation with Doctor Regina uh, Fenley. I think oh, I'm yeah, not shout sure. Shout out to her. Cody was just interviewed. Yeah, day. she had a little conversation with me about it. I'm like, some people associate bougie with proximity to whiteness. Some people associate it with uh, uh, proximity to the lighter skinned individuals. Some people uh, consider bougie as a perform- performative act 
to show others where you are financially. And I'm saying I consider bougie. I've expanded it for more of a personal for personal use, depending on the person. So what I mean by that is like, although some women look more outwardly materialistic because they like maybe designer clothes, some women end up being the same bill. But through ways that aren't so clear or obvious to others. And, and exactly. Some girls, I don't care about designer clothes. I don't care about designer sandals. I don't need to get my hair did all the time. However, I want to go to Italy and France three times a year. Okay, well, in that case, that started to become something that is more expensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't no cheap thing. The second thing might be, okay, I'm not a person that goes out that much. But every time I cook, it needs to be quality steak and, and real natural uh, vegetables. That's going to come become expensive. Some people are like, hey, I don't care about food. I don't care about designer. I just need to get my hair done three to four times a month as opposed to one to twice. So you just need to be aware of your of the woman that you're with and like her desires so that you can kind of incorporate that into your budget, your, your responsibility. Because, you know, I feel as though men are partly responsible for whatever the, the, the likes and enjoys and hobbies are of the, the partner that they're with. Because we had a conversation. They said... Someone will say, well, if I can afford it, why is it considered bougie if I know I'll handle it for myself? Like, it's not considered bougie because I can do it. I don't need your help in doing so. Well, there's a non-explicit contract that when you engage in a relationship with someone, your man is trying to help you achieve the goals of leisure and fun that you want. It ain't like he could just be like, oh, you, you pay for expensive dates? Cool. I'm good on that. He got to be able to help on some bills. He got to help at least pay for the valet. He got to tip something. He got to be able to contribute to these goals. So whether or not you think you're demanding it for someone else by just simply stating it, by simply making it a norm. You've increased the responsibility for whoever dates you. You're not even just your man, but your friends. Certain girls can't be your friend because your lifestyle, maybe you, hey, I can't afford to eat with this girl. She ain't never just go to Burger King. We can't never get a dollar menu. Okay. <laughs> Every time we go out with her, it's going to be $15. I can't afford it right now. Nope can't do it some girls it might be like hey every time i go with this girl if i don't have on a certain coat i feel uncomfortable around her can't do it some girls are like hey look why can't we ever just go to the bar why does it always have to be we're going to australia for five days like i can't afford it so you put a price on the individual around your family your community etc and it's okay to be bougie in, in individual ways but i would more so say you need to have a high standard of character so i'll say around me i don't like hanging with men who don't think of me Think highly of me. And some men can do that. For me, I can't. Any man around me who doesn't respect me, I think, hey, Cody's kind of intelligent. Cody's solid. I don't be just hanging or kicking it. Hey, let's kick it again. I'm good. I need that around. I need care. I need a little bit of intelligence. You need to know a little something about the world. If we talk about some politics, I want you to be able to contribute something, etc., etc. And that's my level of bougie. But on the flip side, I may say, hey, I'm not too concerned with expensive food or clothes. So it, it, it excludes some people, but it brings in the right people. Some people have different levels of bougie, different areas of focus or a different demand. So I would just encourage people to really put the, the value or what, what has value in your life or what you're striving for to be something that's meaningful. Like, does the people care about me? Uh, does this educate my children? You can have quality schools. That, that's quality. You can be bougie with the, the schools you have for your kids or the programs they're in. Not necessarily bougie and like, do I have retro J's? You know what I'm saying? You can. That could be your thing, but Don't just be smart about it. <laughs> I feel like the bougie word kind of has gotten twisted in its definition. I feel like originally it was like a class of people that were too good for anything involving lower class. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like it's become like a prestige taste in whatever aspect that you are bougie in. 
So that's why I feel like your t- tweet was so relevant because it kind of acknowledged the new, yeah, the new meaning of boost. Right, right. That prestige tasting in certain things, and so I definitely think you know. I even myself, I got my got me a couple bougies. I feel like a couple things that I plan to be bougie with. Mm-hmm. But 100%. I feel like it's having that humble mentality and not being too good for nothing that you don't ever become the real bougie that it used to be. You know what I'm saying? That's a perfect way to put it. You got something to say? No, I'm listening right now. Uh, but yeah, that's a perfect way to say it. The way I was separated is exactly that, Monte. Uh, I feel as though there's some people who I know, they're bougie with this specific area in their life or this specific situation, this specific product. And that, to me, is more reasonable and okay and a sign of maturity. As a grown woman, you're 50 years old, it's okay for you to be bougie and say, hey, I only like to go to certain restaurants. That's cool. You earned, you worked, you earned it, you deserve that. If you're 21, you're not super educated, you don't have a husband, you don't have a good friend group, and you're not in any type of leadership positions in your community or in your job, then I might say, eh, go ahead and go to Subway. Go, go to Subway and get that sandwich, baby girl. You don't need, you don't need to be, right, you don't need to have too many outlandish standards until you earn those things. But, the bougie character is, I guess, what a negative thing I don't like. And I, I find that around girls, my age group, who are not, who have not made it or are not, I wouldn't say they're not in the financial bracket where I was. Not even just girls. It's a lot of people in the world that just live in an unrealistic lifestyle. Because mm-hmm. you already ahead of the curve. If you get your rent paid by your parents and your car note paid by your parents and you work. Right. Of course, you're going crazy if your check is 100% going in your pocket. And that's why I had to realize with a lot of people going like having nicer cars or just taking trips every other uh, weekend. When I realized that, I just stopped stressing. I'm like, I'm good, bro. I'm paying 100% everything on my own. And it's a lot of people that think they're bougie when they haven't even re- lived the real life yet. Mm-hmm. And, and not even in that, just because I just think, I think there's people who they truly aren't, if you're financially not above at least, let's say six figures, for example. You should probably wait till six figures before you even attempt to get in the game of bougie because bougie is relative. There's people who are really rich. There's people I, I put like when I think of a hierarchy of wealth, I think of every category, lower, middle and higher has three subcategories within it. And maybe I would say I'm lower middle class striving to be towards upper middle class. But I'm saying even if you are bougie to a lower middle class person. You still might be poor and on par with the upper middle class, or you might be not so flashy in the the lower upper class. You get what I'm saying? Or you might be damn near royalty to people who are of the higher lower class, like the the, the lower closer to poor. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I don't I don't like it because I think people do it prematurely. Like they haven't earned it, they're not financially there, they're still in a situation where if one person loses a job, or if they lose this they mess up this one car, or if one bill gets missed. They're actually in turmoil. In this situation, I'm like, you're just, you should just be happy. You're in a phase of life where you should just be happy, thanking God. I'm glad you got me this job. Glad you got, you got me in this position. But you're not quite ready, or you haven't, you haven't lived the sustained, sustained success necessary to say I'm bougie yet. When I, um, I see this with people who go on trips, just like with Kenzie, uh, what, what Kenzie said. For one point, I had gotten almost against traveling because I associated it so closely. With a false, with having money, yes, but also a false flex. I would see women, in, mainly women, because, you know, men travel, but I feel like in college, like, it's definitely promoted to travel, and I feel like women do it better. They plan it well, but they, I know something like, these girls will clock in 
And I'm like, oh, you putting in overtime hours for maybe a month or two, going and training their butt off, doing all these things just to make this one week look luxurious. When in reality, I'll say for me, you could have comfortably went on like four trips of not such significance that were good, but you didn't have to overexert yourself in the saving or the uh, the, the budgeting or whatever the case may be to, to get that done. I feel like you're overexerting yourself to look or appear like, hey, I'm well off, like I've made it. Whereas right now, you probably should have just saved that. You probably should have held out on that, maybe paid a little car or something like it wasn't time for this trip to Dubai. And it, it caused me to feel shame whenever I'm low on my money. I'm like, hmm. Well, that's the reason why I shouldn't go on trips. I've grown to get out of that mindset, just budget a little better. But I, I think, I think the the bougie, I, I, I just really get what Kenzie's saying. Like it gets, it can definitely influence people who are not even close to you. It influences everybody. Like, dang, we were in similar classes, similar age group. Why? What, what happened? I feel like I was working. My nose has been to the grindstone. I'm not acting frivolous. Why am I not feeling the uh, financial security that I feel like this person appears to be? And, you know, it's that's taught me to be not so uh, convinced by the way appearances look. And people always say that don't pay attention to the Instagram page. Don't pay attention to what they're traveling because you never know what they're doing to, to make it happen. And even if they are doing it well, good job. Be happy for them and just focus on improving yourself. But, Monta, what did you got to say? I, I was just going to say that I, I feel like we're also in this midst of that doing it too early. We also in the same time are in the culture of people like, Acting like they got it out the mud and they um, came from the bottom. That's the first thing. Like, they like, I paid all my rent this year. And then, lo and behold, they car was bought for them. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bigger other thing that they just kind of like, I did all this on my own. And, and so, you know, I, I just, you know, I look behind the smoky mirrors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not right. hating on nobody. And I'm happy that everybody, those of them who are getting to enjoy life at this age is, you know, more power too. Right, that's the type of parent I want to be able to be. Exactly. But I'm gonna make sure my son don't flex. I'm like, nigga, come on, bro. I'm paying your bills. Shut up. Like, you you don't seem like you would be stopping too much flexing. Nah, too like, much flexing. If your son had you a nice car, yeah, you don't. Like, yeah, if they he take pictures of that car, so if he got I'm a like, nice car, yeah. But I'm like, don't flex with your paycheck because you ain't got no bills to pay with that pay. Like I'm not even. I like taking pictures with my car. But I ain't, I'm not like. But you came from. But you came. You came from struggle. So if you came from struggle, you were in a little bit of just naturally good character together. It ends up. This flex need to be. Thanks, Dad, for my car. But what if? What if? <laughs> what if you always was straight? He never grew up in like that. The bit. The lights was awesome time. Like, what if it was just always straight? Plus, you gave him a nice he's car. Still, he's gonna be a bougie, tall, light skinned kid just having. Right, he's still he's right. He's right. Cause it's big shout out to LeBron and Shaq. Even though they kids have everything, I still like the way that they still don't give me that. I'm saying they pre- they're flexing in a different way. They're not gonna be spreading. Why right, they flexing? But also, also, let me sons that would be spreading. Right, but we like they gonna be with they bag like a special type of bag in front of a special type of car. Right, like, but the like, reason the reason why they, the reason why they not the only reason why they not flexing is because they in a career where uh there is no buffer, there is no protection from uh from everybody seeing what the issue is. It don't matter if you Shaq's son. If you get out there and a nigga drop 40 on your head, you lost. Whereas if he was in business, you know by being Shaq's son, you're good for life. They would really flex. They already kind of flex, but because they're in the NBA and they know even this poor kid, if he's on the ESPNU, if he's number one, he's going to come to this school, give me buckets, and he's going to be rich too. So it's like, I can't be too flexy because I know I got to compete. Imagine most people, they're in careers that if your parents make over $10 million, they can secure your career. 
Like, I don't need to worry about yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like about like money spreads. Like, just on your story, like, we out here in LA having, yeah, we good. Right. We good. right. right. I don't like that. I don't like that. Now, I'm like, I agree with that. Take I don't a like picture of yourself in LA, but don't talk about it, bro. Because if you make it seem like you doing it on your own, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna violate you. I'm gonna expose you. I'm like, bitch, shut up. But it's almost like a, a, a underflex for you, like since you know that it's coming from you, like look look at you gonna be showing gr- girls yourself. You know, <laughs> I talk that way. Think he think he, he think he cool. But, that's but, what I think he wants most. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm paying for it and he does it like that, that's fine. But if he fronting like I'm just out here having mm-hmm. no help. Okay, we're gonna tra- we're gonna trans uh, transition it to this last mm-hmm. subject. A lot of people, when we were talking about bougie in the conversation or the interview I had, because it was a Zoom call, multiple people that gave opinions. I kind of made a comment saying that I believe to better accommodate your spouse. We started with spouses, but we we're also talking about relationships and friendships. You have to lower aspects of your character or your behavior or your your tendencies to better accommodate them. And some people, uh, one I try to remember now. I want to say Azure, Azure, whatever. If you're listening, you it's know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how she's gonna be, but yeah, she she said um, I'm against. And, you know, I'm very important on language, and I I don't like using the term lowering yourself. And I had you know I have my own spill about that, but. What is you guys' reaction to the idea that in order to better gel with a, a spouse, friend, family, etc., you'll have to lower certain aspects or character traits about yourself. You'll have to bring it in. We can say adjust to make the make the people feel better. You have okay. to adjust yourself. And what do you feel about that? I completely agree. If you like a let's say you find a girl and she just she came up better than you. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're really like grinding. Like when you're just talking about you really paying all your bills on your own. She got an apartment and stuff, but half her stuff getting paid for by her folks. So obviously she can't be hitting you up. You, women, you should not be hitting up a dude 100% being independent, hitting him up hard. Like, why would I never do this? Like, you ain't never trying to pay for no vacation. No, like, you need to lower your standard. If you really want to be with him, you got to understand, like, you living in a whole different world. So you, either you need to front the money or you need to go harder or you should spend more or vice versa if it's the dude is having more money and the girl's not it's just common sense I feel like in that aspect you should and you know women aren't self-aware of how they look now I was just talking about the financial standpoint on the look standpoint some thick women think they're like got beautiful faces stuff I feel like I'm going in the Kevin uh, what's the buddy name? Kevin Samuel <laughs> the Kevin Samuel <laughs> <laughs> There needs to be many Kevin Samuels to balance out the, the the explosion of like fake ideologies and everybody straight, everybody can pick whatever man. Like, no, it's just unrealistic. I know a lot of girls hate him because they always emphasize on he on the girl's head. He be on a dude's head just as hard and be But y'all ignore that. <laughs> right. When he getting on dudes, when he gets on dudes, which he does viciously, yeah, everybody bad as the women. Everybody everybody's like, Yep, he need to hear that. Men need to humble themselves. Yeah, when they start saying about women, it's like, ooh. Like no, no right? Like no, y'all need to hear it. Is like it's it's competition. It's it's hectic out there. But women, women are not self aware of their looks, especially the women with big butts or big breasts. They, a lot of them don't even know that they're ugly. <laughs> a lot of women don't know. Like a lot of y'all can't look in the mirror and like understand. Like you low key ugly. 
So their standards <laughs> are still on the <laughs> on the level of that's all real. these men are in my DMs. They want me so bad. I'm like, no, they want one night with you. Right. It, and it what to to piggyback on what Kenzie said, some girls, they don't know you know you are just black fine. You have a type of attractiveness that only black men like. You know that, right? You kind of this 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 big booty and these thighs is not necessarily. That's not a world thing. Yeah, that ain't necessarily getting the rich men. It's not rich Indian kings just being like, oh, I gotta get this. <laughs> rich uh, yeah, like they're like, oh, I gotta get like, nah, come on, man. You know it's gonna be one of us. So it's like, and, and some girls have that look where it's like, if y'all ain't with it, I can go a different way. They have an amb- they have an ambiguous look that is attractive to South Paul. There was a lot of black girls that just didn't get it. They were just in Paulding County all their life. They were still. Running for the white boys, they're like, "Look at her thighs, like, bro." That's real. Like your area, your area can influence you know the way you're perceived and and, and your dating options, your dating ceiling. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Monty, what you have to say? I mean, I, I don't want to say that women gotta say that they're ugly, but they just gotta understand what are their strong points, what are their weaker points. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You are ugly. <laughs> Men know when you're ugly. I just, yeah, but it's like okay. What is the mentality of somebody who wakes up like, yeah, I'm ugly? No, he gonna win it in a different aspect. Exactly. Somewhere he go. You gotta ugly dudes always have good just bread or they can dress. Girl, no, exactly. What Kenzie says is, it's not that you need to say, hey, I'm ugly. Nothing will go right. You need to know if your game plan needs to be adjusted because you have a different ballpark. You have a different team. For example. When me and Monte go to college, we were literally studying and like, what what makes this man more successful as a woman? How does this work? How are they looking? But in through time, we were able to look. This is what a lot of women are attracted to. This is what they like. These are certain traits. This is how I need to maneuver. This is the type of woman that are most likely to rock in my style. These women are not. You study all this and invest time into that so that you can pick a good partner. Well, girls, you need to know. Hey, do I have the type of personality where I don't need to develop comedy? The answer is no, unless you are a nine or ten. If you're an eight or below, get funny. Crack some jokes, practice with your girls, because we need this. Your personality needs to be great. Exactly. You need to say, hey, am I the type of girl that can be rude and people still rock with me? If you don't have a very if you don't have high sex appeal, the answer is typically no. If you are a short woman, you have to think, is this personality only acceptable because people think of me as small and adorable? If I was five foot six, would everybody deal with these comments and jokes the same? The answer is no. Well, guess what? When you gain weight, we're going to start thinking you as five foot six. You started looking <laughs> tall now. You're looking a little taller because you gained weight. When you're small and petite, everybody's like, you can say, shut the fuck up. Everybody's like, you so crazy, Millie. Can you reach me? Can you get to me? <laughs> but because now you gain weight, everybody can stiff on you. Same with dudes. You need to know, hey, look, am I the type of man who the girls like me when I had on sleeveless shirts and I'm walking in, out that huddle? Out the game, I'm a football player, all the girls. Should I go and invest in getting a girl right now because I don't have a good talk game? I'm not really funny. I'm not really the smartest fella. Probably should secure a bag while I'm the college star. For some men, this is the answer. For some dudes, hey, you're kind of funny. You're kind of charismatic and you get a good job. You really will do well at age 28. Maybe you should wait a little bit. Let the more attractive, you know, better body guys, let them win right now. You're going to be okay. It's just based on so your trait. Exactly. It's a marathon based on your traits. Uh, I, I have this joke with a lot of people. I'm like, dude, the dorky dudes that was in school when we was 18, if you just stay somewhat fit, learns to crack a few jokes, 
He'll be very straight when we're 25 and above because he'll have a job. He'll have a car. Now, right. right now, he got a little beard. Girls like, you know what? This guy's interesting. And guess what? This guy didn't mess with 100 girls. So he's appreciating his girls. He's showing love. Yeah, he's going to make you feel good. Now it's a good partner. These dude right here, he won from age 18 to 25. Very handsome, very smooth, very cool. He Maybe he did not win in just a resume. So eventually when we get to an age, a girl's going to be like, hey, you just don't have a whip. It's cool, but I can't get past this no whip. Or, hey, I can't get past you. You can't buy two 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 drinks at the bar. Like I kind of want at age 29. I want a dude who can buy me two drinks at the bar. If you can't buy that, it's getting a little weird. So that's respected. We wouldn't even call you bougie. Right, that's not bougie. That is respectable, woman. You, you need to promote. You need to push us to that. We got y'all push the push the bar so that we're doing a little bit better. That we we we're chasing something, chasing a goal of how we want to treat you, how we want to hold it down, type stuff. Gotta be self aware, man. And I urge all of you guys to go watch those Kevin Sanders videos. He said you big as hell. He said you. <laughs> Five, six, two, twenty. <laughs> he said you get the eight gap. <laughs> he said you can run a power out. That's just incredible. Yeah, he, he, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he said you can hit the eight gap. Like, oh. real talk though. Then we, then we people who are so small and stout. I'm like, you do have bo- football player body characteristics I'm that you need to work you, on. You just gotta understand what you can bring to the table. Like right now. Bread ain't all here right now, so I'm gonna be hilarious right now. I'm gonna do something different. Exactly. And, 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 <laughs> hey, and I, I say this to the dude. We say a lot of slander to the dude because I have friends and, and and guys that I see this. I'm like, listen, you need to work on your personality to be a man that could get women broke and then get unbroke. This combination will become the best man. So you need to learn how to be funny and how how can you make a girl like you if you didn't have no money that day? Can I am I funny? Am I do I need to you know work on a little sexual thing? You need to work on your, your head package. You need to work on that. Somebody need to work on the head package. <laughs> you focusing too much on the other. You need to work on the head package. Focus on that. When it when when times are tough, you throw it into the big man. <laughs> get that bucket, that head. Go get it in. <laughs> when times is tough, throw it into the post. Put some head. Cause the head man is gonna get it done. This a three point ball. Sometimes it's not all good. <laughs> that head gonna get you in the game, boy. Yeah, just be more more aware, cause you know some men aren't aware. Like when he start getting on the fat dudes, I'm like, y'all is he's like, what, how much money you make? Like thirty thousand? <laughs> yeah, look. That's real though. If you got all that, you need to be very nice. You gotta be very welcome. But look, we're gonna bring this to an end. We're gonna bring it to a close. We're gonna appreciate everybody who's been tuning in. We've seen a couple of new followers, a little bit more engagement, and new listeners. Appreciate all of that. It's very thankful. It means a lot for us that people are taking time out their day to check out our. I got a lot of shout outs. Right, go ahead and do your, your. Oh, make sure you follow us on P Junkies Podcast on Twitter, P Junkies Podcast on Instagram, and P Junkies Podcast on TikTok. We are actually now on TikTok, so y'all check us out, man. We spreading the spreading yeah we spread spreading the news, spreading the word, spreading the knowledge. All right, but look, man, shout out to Swank You. Uh. You guys didn't know Vontae is about to get his masters. Congratulations. All the swank, swankadelic of uh, Blanco's world. Yes, sir. Get that master. Yes, sir. You dig? Big Joe, Joe Swank, finna get that bachelor's. Right. And Lil Swank, Kane, <laughs> Sugar Kane, right down, sure. right, up, right up the road. He about to get that bachelor's. Shout out to him. Uh, it's it's gonna be a. I think we get gonna have to have a cookout for that. That's a lot of. Great, great we got, we got that manager over here. We gotta shout that out too. Oh, shout out! 
So Mr. LA Fitness himself. Right. Yeah. LA. Y'all don't be saying my job, man. Don't say my job. Well, look, look, all I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is this. I really, I really want to say I'm proud of, of people attaining more education. Same with my job. I'm thankful to God for, for that blessing. But it's not no small thing. It's not a small thing when we all add to to our education and our progression as men. Because it's going to come together and it's going to start being a legendary story. I feel like when I was 15, I always had a vision like, hey, this is what we're going to be. We're going to be a good group. We're going to grow, go to college, come back, and we're going to do something big. And I feel like it's really manifesting itself. And the fact that people are getting jobs and education around the same area, I feel like it's just divine. It's a divine sign that something special is occurring. So I'm happy for everybody for getting the education, happy for me for progressing in my career. Same with Kenzie, he picked up a little position as well. So I'm just thankful for everybody and just know, hold, hold Swink you accountable to what we are because I know uh, we're going to keep uh, continue with um, some movements and additions to the community that we had planned already, you know, as people increase their bread. You know, a lot, a lot of things are coming. We already got eyes on 2022, you did. Yeah. And it's game day. Team J. Yes, hey, sir. Ask Cody what Team J stands for. Cody, what does Team J stand for? What does the J stand for? Justice. <laughs> a lot of people think that it's basketball related. No, the J stands for justice. <laughs> that is hilarious to me. Even when I came up with that, like, everyone's like, what's Team J stand for? I'm like, Cody, justice. When they ask Cody, he's going to say justice. I'm going to say Joe. Team Joe. I thought it was like jump shot. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were thinking. He's like team jump shot, team J, but I'm like, nope. Justice. We're fighting for something bigger than fucking basketball. Y'all think this is a game? <laughs> Alright, let's get off there. Y'all have a good day. Respect the junkies out. Love, happiness, happy Easter. Happy spring break. Peace. <laughs>